0: It's great to be back. I just got back from vacation, so it's great to be back uh, recording a new episode of the podcast. It's been a little bit since episode 13, so I'm going to get it right into this. I'm actually pretty annoyed about what's been going on in politics, and I'm not talking about annoyed with politicians. Not that I'm not annoyed with politicians, but uh, forgive my uh, voice. Of course, I've got a little bit of a stuffy nose, so I probably sound a little bit different than normal. But I wanted to get on and kind of go on a little bit of a rant. I'm a little bit annoyed. I just read about Mitch McConnell being accosted in a restaurant while he was eating with his wife. And obviously, earlier this year, Sarah Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, was accosted in a restaurant while she was eating with her family. Now, I'm not about to go into a rant about attacking officials in the Trump administration. This is not about that. Uh, this is going to be the second pillar of my discussion of politics on this podcast. I know when I interact with other people regarding politics, their take for me is, well, we love the sports and the movie aspect, Well, not so much the politics and not so much for my podcast. They just don't listen to political podcast, period. But let me just basically repeat what my podcast is going to be in the realm of politics. I do talk politics, but it's basically from two distinct Positions. If you listen to episode 10, I discussed the Supreme Court nomination of Brett Kavanaugh and the intelligence community as it relates to, uh, at the time, people getting their credentials revoked. In that case, it was the former head of the CIA, James Clapper, and his criticism of President Trump basically resulting in his credentials being pulled. And I talked about how polarization has affected both of those issues. If you listen to that podcast, I also said the other thing I'm going to discuss is voter engagement. So what I mean by that is voters engaging in the process of electing our officials who represent us, whether it's at the local level, the state level, or the federal level. So the reason I'm going to circle back to the two Trump administration officials that were accosted in restaurants while they're eating and how it angers me, not because they're Republicans, but because it's first of all, nonsense. It's kind of the same people that rant on Twitter or make calls anonymously or criticize behind either a microphone, including even a podcast like myself or other people, but don't engage in the process. This is what's really got me angry. And on this episode, we're going to talk about voter engagement because I'm going to actually call out you and call out myself. Voters, are real chatty about how crappy Congress is, how they hate President Trump or others who hated President Obama or any president that's in office. Everybody is real chatty and full of opinions about how the political system is broken and, 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 and just basically ranting and raving about how terrible it is. And not that some of those, those criticisms are invalid, but I would challenge back to all of us as voters. Let's take the politicians out of it for a second. So the people that accosted Mitch McConnell, they don't like Mitch McConnell. Okay. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Then vote him out. If you don't like who's representing your state because this this incident occurred in his home state, then vote him out. But no, these are the same people that'll complain about, oh well, it doesn't matter. He always gets reelected. And I guarantee you that the majority of the people with big mouths don't vote. And this has always been something that has frustrated me about the political process. Sure, it's easy to take aim at the people that have put themselves out there and have been elected to office, whether it's president on down. And I know people will respond, well, that's what they signed up for. They're politicians. That's part of the gig. Yeah, I get that's part of the gig and I don't have a problem with it being part of the gig. But what I do have a problem with is people running their mouths and then not participating in the process. This is a two-step process. These people that we so eagerly complain about, whether it's President Trump, whether it's Mitch McConnell, whether it's a Democrat, whoever it is you're complaining about that you say is not doing a good job, we're quick to complain, but slow to go to the ballot box. And This is beyond ridiculous at this point. Uh, I'm just going to throw out a couple of numbers that I looked up literally before I came on the air, just so I have... A good idea of how pathetic voter turnout is in one of the greatest democracies in the world. So, in two thousand and ten, which was a midterm election, so you had Obama elected in two thousand and eight. Two thousand and ten was a midterm election. So, we had forty-two percent of the eligible voters vote in that midterm election. So, that's going to be not presidential elections. So you're going to probably have a lot of state governors, um, amendments on on to state constitutions, congressmen and senators, all up for re-election during the midterms. So not all of them, but certain amounts of them, 42%. So we couldn't even hit 50% of eligible voters, okay? So let's round it down to 40% for the purposes of making this argument easier. So for every four people that voted, it was four out of 10. So four people voted for six other people. That's cool, That's, that's great. So basically we couldn't even... Uh, get 50%, which is still pathetic. If you look at other nations around the world, especially in Europe, they have 70 80 and 90% voter turnout, 42%. So you get what you deserve. Props to the 42% that showed up, but what about the 62% that are gone? Or excuse me, the 68%, I'm sorry. 68% of eligible voters chose not to participate that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. This is this is a voter issue as much as it is a politician issue. So if politicians going in already know that 68% of eligible voters are not even in the game, what do you think they're going to do? They're not going to care as much, and they're going to cater to the 42% as of 2010 that voted. So let's move to 2014, which was another midterm we're going to skip um 2012 presidential election 2014 midterms was even lower not only was it lower it was the lowest turnout since world war ii that's what i said the lowest turnout since world war ii so 2014 midterms is the middle of the second obama term 37 percent of eligible voters voted in the midterm so again you have senate seats up for grabs House of Representatives seats up for grabs, and then, of course, state and local elections governors, like I said in the previous statement. So it went down. It couldn't even stay the same. 37%. So 63%, excuse me, yeah, 63%, percent i have having trouble doing math tonight, 63% of eligible voters didn't vote. That's right. 63% of eligible voters did not vote in the 2014 midterms. Went down. So what do you think happened when voter turnout goes down? So probably most of the incumbents were reelected. There were probably some flips. I didn't do deep dive into this because, like I said, this is more of a rant than a deep dive into statistics. I'll probably do another show when I, re, uh, when I circle back and do voter turnout to get more specific about did the Senate turn, did the House turn. I'll do all of that. But for this particular episode, this is really about the voters' turning out or excuse me, not turning out. So 2014, 37%. I just want to put that out there. 37% of eligible voters voted. Pathetic. Now we come to 2016, Trump versus Clinton. Trump versus Clinton. Now we all know historically that presidential elections spike voter turnout because people are more invested in the presidential election, which that's great, but you would think that people would be more engaged in their local and state elections, elections which direct them more, effect, uh, I would argue would direct directly affect them more than a federal election. So I'm going to give you a raw number instead of a percentage. So 137 million people voted in the presidential election. So closer to, or actually 137 and a half million voted in the presidential election. So percentage-wise, that came up to 64, 61.4% of U.S. adult citizens voted. 61%. That's pretty good. I still think it's a little low. I can't understand how as a country we can't get into the 80th or 90th percentile in turnout. To me, that's still pretty pathetic. But obviously, when you compare it to 37%, that's double, more than double. So that's a significant increase that voted in the presidential election that ended up electing Donald Trump. So people care about the presidential election. That's obvious they don't really care about midterms. That's also obvious. Let me give you another number. Based on the census of 2010, so this is the latest U.S. census, which counts everyone in the country. The number of people in the United States as of 2010 that were over the age of 18 years old is 234,564,071 people. Let me say that again. two hundred thirty-four million five hundred sixty four thousand seventy one people so that means that 237 million people excuse me 234 million people are eligible to vote in the united states as of 2010 so obviously in eight years that number has gone up and we're showing high turnout relatively speaking of 137 million for the 2016 presidential election. So literally there are 97 million voters that did not take part in a presidential election, not even a midterm, but 97 million voters did not take part in the 2016 presidential election. Now, I know some people that may listen to this podcast will say that the 234 million number of eligible voters doesn't accurately reflect the amount depending on felons and some other situations where voting rights may be taken away. But for the purposes of this discussion, I think those numbers are extremely low and wouldn't sway what we're talking about in any significant manner. So I didn't dig up those numbers. So let's just stick with the 234 million eligible and let's just stick with the fact that almost 100 million eligible voters in the united states said no thank you to the presidential election not even a midterm that's again extremely pathetic and i've been voting ever since i was 18 years old have i voted in every single election absolutely not i'm not going to sit here and pretend that i have I'm not going to sit here and pretend that uh, I've missed uh, no elections ever, and uh, I am as guilty as anyone in stepping up for presidential elections and not being as vigilant in state and local races. So I don't sit here on a soapbox preaching to everyone. I'm including me in the group of people that I'm criticizing right now, but As this podcast will demonstrate and as you will see as I do this show going forward when I hit episodes on politics, it'll become abundantly clear that I will call out politicians when I need to, but I will also call out polarization, which I think a lot of it is fed by both politicians themselves and the media, and like I'm doing in this episode calling out us as citizens, us as voters. And this is something that is going to be a recurring theme, and I'm sure there's going to be many things I'm going to repeat about this that may sound repetitive, but I think it bears repeating. We are probably the greatest democracy on the planet Earth, but we abuse our privilege to vote, or in this case, not to vote. And if you are of the opinion that you don't have to vote, it's a free country, you can choose to not vote, yeah, that's true, and I can't argue that point, but you're lazy, and you don't care about your fellow citizens and about your country if you don't put in the effort to vote. I'm sorry. I, I That's the opinion I have because all of us are great about flag-waving, talking about the military and how— they have their duty and they protect our country and they everybody loves to say oh the military protects our freedoms and and they give us the right to be free and and to do all of that and that's all great and that's all patriotic you know we have we have a backlash against the nfl because players decide to kneel in protest of social justice, and and uh, and other issues that are going on, and people are not watching the NFL anymore because they're saying the players aren't patriotic. And you're entitled to your opinion, and I have a definitive opinion about kneeling for the National Anthem. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it, uh, but again, this goes back to, we all talk a big game when, when it's easy to say, oh, I hate Colin Kaepernick, or I hate players that kneel, or I don't like singers, or actors, or, or people in entertainment that take a position that I disagree with. uh, They're not really patriotic or they're out of touch. We We all have big mouths when it comes to that. But then again, when it comes to the rubber meeting the road and voting and doing your research on candidates and doing some homework and doing some of what I call the heavy lifting, then all of a sudden it's crickets. Everybody's got a big mouth when they want to criticize someone for doing something that they disagree with. But when it comes down to it, you're hypocrites. You're easily, you do the stuff that's easy, not the stuff that's hard. The stuff that's hard is watching debates between government, you know, candidates that you're looking for, whether it's president or governor or senator or, or house of representatives or your local county commission, all of this, all of these things in this age of electronics in this age of internet is easily found. You don't even have to watch them live. You could literally go on YouTube and type in whatever candidate debate you're looking for, for your town, your school district. And you could probably find it within one minute. And you would be able to watch it whenever you want. So especially in 2018, there is no damn excuse to not be engaged. And I'm not talking about knowing every little thing or being being a political or or a policy wonk. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just doing the basic, you know what? There's a governor's debate in my state uh, tonight. Let me let me take let me check it out, or let me at least look at some of it to see what policy positions each candidate takes, and let me see which candidate I agree with more. And then going beyond that, I have I happen to be a big critic of the two party system that we have now. Other countries around the world have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different political parties. So who knows what would happen if we had more political parties that would participate in this process? I don't know what the Perfect number of parties would be in the United States. I don't know if it would be nine or four or five, but I definitely am not a fan of just having two options. But again, that's the system as it is now. And the bottom line is the voter engagement is just not good enough. And we as citizens of the United States should take this duty seriously. There are so many countries around the world that don't have the opportunity to participate in this process to pick their leaders. And the fact that a great majority of us are nonchalant about this is disappointing to say the least. Uh, So hopefully we'll see what happens with the midterms coming up here. But it's something I will definitely continue to talk about. I do think we need to challenge both our politicians and the voters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I know it's a little bit off the beaten path. I usually am more prepared for each episode, but just, again, got back from vacation and read the story regarding Senator McConnell being accosted, and it just kind of sprung me into this direction to go on this kind of rant regarding voter engagement. Plus, I did want to touch upon that particular topic because I had mentioned it briefly uh, in other podcasts, specifically in episode 10, but uh, did not really have an opportunity to get into it, so I wanted to do it now. As I stated, Uh, before. In this episode, I will get more into voter engagement and kind of more into the numbers on voter turnout. Like I said, I just wanted to give you a cursory view of how inadequate the voter turnout is in both national and state and local elections, but more importantly between midterm and Federal. So again, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, please uh, subscribe to the show. Let me bend your ear podcast. We are on Twitter. I not Twitter. That's social media. We are on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Castbox. Uh, So if you have any one of those platforms, please subscribe to the show there. As I always say, if you do listen to the show on iTunes, please rate and review the show. Uh, That's a very important way you can help the show reach a wider audience. And I'll always throw the suggestion out there. If you don't listen to the show on iTunes, uh, if you listen to it or if you have an Android phone, if possible, if you do have an iTunes account on your laptop, if you could go on your laptop and review the show from there again iTunes places a huge importance on rating and reviewing. I do know other platforms do as well. I'm not as familiar as how important that is but at least I know for a fact that it is important on iTunes. So if you could do that I would highly appreciate it. If you have any questions about the show you can always email the show at bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com uh, Please follow me on Twitter at bendyourearpod. your I just uh, hit 850 followers so thank you for that. I am also on Instagram. That handle is also Bend Your Ear Pod. And if you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, that is under Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. The website is www.letmebendyourear.com. And I look forward to talking to you very soon. Take care, and I hope everybody has a great week. Thank you.